Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. It was a big show today, Kaz. It was a huge show. They usually are. Wednesday. Wednesday. And it feels like, I feel like it's a Thursday because of the long weekend coming up. But we had a massive show. We spoke national soccer coming to Tasmania. We've got the A-League happening this weekend. We spoke to a man who's grown a beard for eight years and he's possibly going to shave it off with your help, Hobart. Yeah, that'll be worth a few donations to see that happen. We spoke about something happening this weekend at Princess Wharf Number 1, Kaz. My favourite event. We learn all things gin. January is coming to Hobart. And, of course, we get to your phone calls and texts. You can do that 0488881073, of course, however you want to do it. Send us a photo. We love those coming through. Here's what you missed. We are flying with no producer Rhea again today. Oh, look, we've gone rogue. We've we? gone rogue, but get well, <laughs> producer Rhea. Yes. Please. Please. Please get please. well. Tubes we... is multitasking. He's, you know, oh, look. he's like playing a piano over there. He's not really. I mean, I've only been pushing the buttons on the on the little peep behind the curtain for you, Hobart. <laughs> there are buttons to push to turn microphones off and play other things like this. It is a cluster fiasco. <laughs> it's like a it's like a cockpit of an it, aircraft and over I can, there. I can do things like this. Ooh. And I don't know, like this. Because <laughs> this is how it feels in the studio. <laughs> a little bit like Benny Hill. But a big show today. We've got loads for you to do again, Hobart, across the next couple of weekends before school goes back. Yes. Something to treat yourself with for the parents. For the parents. In, in fact. covering parents as well, aren't we? And we've got national sport coming to Hobart again. Wow. We are so lucky to have special guests all throughout their show. But the most important person we love to talk to, Kaz, is you, Hobart. You can get in touch via the text line 0488 Or if you've got something you want to talk about or shine a light on, get in touch with us. Call us, one triple three five three. We love to hear from you, Hobart. Or you can text again, Kaz. 0488 I feel like you're learning that I'm learning that the number I'm, pretty I'm learning well. the number. I'm waiting to see photos of shops. When you obscure <laughs> yes. shops. There's been a few come through, but send in photos of shops, Kaz... Think she knows pretty much every shop in Hobart. Yes, I do. Eastern you Shore, know. Eastern Shore oh, as well, because you're not much of an Eastern Shore person. I do go overseas occasionally. <laughs> I'd like a shack at Bell Reeve, remember Bell Reeve yeah, Beach. Well. But yeah, I think I could pick a shop. If I need a little bit of a clue. You okay. need a clue because Hobart sends through your photos of you know streets and towns, and tubes can pick those. Yeah, I like I like I like getting Where out and about. You? Where are you, Hobart? 0488881073. Good morning to you, Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. What is making news, Lee? Good morning to you guys. Yeah, we'll start off with the hospital ramping inquiry. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a big one. Obviously, it continues and it's only getting harder to listen to. We uh, know the latest on this is that uh, the Hobart Hospital's director has told the inquiry 
Emergency department conditions are so bad that staff are leaving for fear of being sued. Others are electing to work part-time to protect their mental health, guys. We've also heard that up at Lonnie, it's just as bad, where some of the patients have been uh, cared for in corridors for more than 24 hours, while others have stayed in makeshift rooms that used to be old cupboards. It's uh, really, really tricky times, and uh, while uh, the state government have said that, yes, this is something that needs to be amended, um, Guy Barnett's also saying, the health minister, that the federal government needs to step in and do something as well. It's that bad. Uh, There's not much more you can say, is there? Let's keep having inquiries and and go around in circles and nothing actually happens. Mm, I feel like like I'm getting to a point of hopelessness. I'm getting to a point where I don't think the people who run these things, and I'm not talking about the ambulance drivers, and I'm not talking about the nurses, I'm not talking about the doctors, I'm talking about upper management and further up our politicians. I feel like they're just not, I feel like they're not doing anything. Like that is a, that we talked to the prime minister about duck shoving, about moving the blame, Mm. federal government, state government, fix it. Imagine working there though. You're like you're a, a nurse or a cleaner, or and this is your job, and you are. You, they must be so frustrated. Mm. You can understand that with twelve inquiries in fifteen years or something like that, you would have little confidence that anything is going to change. Yeah. So, I yeah. suppose all we can do is keep talking about it, so the pressure continues to be placed, that and is, we can only hope that uh, something is done. That is absolutely right, Lee Jolly. Let's get to some good news. <laughs> Some gold, Lee. Some gold for your Wednesday morning. While the Dark Mofo Festival is taking a break this year, as we know, two of the more popular events will return. So we've got some dates here for you guys. Pencil in the Winter Feast. It's been locked in for two weeks starting January, sorry, June 13, while the Nude Solstice Swim will take place on June 21. So that's going to be pretty exciting. And I'm pretty sure there's not much else happening. I'm pretty sure that they are (laughs) taking a hiatus for 12 months. That's right. So they are not going to do much else. We know that the Winter Feast, you're a big Winter Feast fan, I aren't am. you, Kaz? You're a big nude swim fan. And I most certainly am. I did it for the first time ever last year. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I had a, did it live on the show too. So, well, Do you I, think I should do it this year? Uh, yeah, Lee, if you want are, to. are you doing it? Oof, I've got some news to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, legitimately. But yeah, that's it's a great thing to do. It'd be so much fun. So when do when can we sign up for this? Have they just announced the dates? They're saying put they've, this in your diary. Yeah, they've they're saying put this in the diary. They've got the dates. I'm sure you'll be able to get tickets, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, at uh, a future date. Um, we've also got. Um, The Mona Gala will celebrate the opening of a new exhibition. So there's going to be a new exhibition at Mona with name dropping. It's called Name Dropping, and that's going to drop on June 15 as well. So if you're wondering what that's all about, this is what it's been described as this new exhibition, zeroing in on status and the human pursuit, often fast and ferocious, of looking good in the eyes of others. Oh, I like a gala. (laughs) Do you think there'll be a big gala, frock up gala? Let's go crash that. I reckon, well, I'll be busy swimming down at uh, at the beach in the nude. Uh, Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. Cheers, team. And Kaz, you've been having... (laughs) Some discussions with the people that live around you. Oh, there's exciting times in my in my street. Mm. Not that I peek out the windows oh, hang on. constantly. We're learning more about you every day. Oh, I know. I can tell you what's going on in the street all the time. I okay. do. I'm, you know, I'm one of those peekers. I'm no, peeking out the curtains. Does, I don't think it's 
peeping. I think it's keeping peeking. keeping an eye on things. Neighbor, the old neighbourhood watch. Yes. I like, you know, to, to see what's going on mm-hmm. around. And I've got a pretty good view. I'm getting new neighbours. I am beside myself. I hope it's not a new neighbour like I've had in the past who's moved into... I've had trouble with my neighbours. Oh. Particularly this one. The wattle bird, uh, uh, that wattle bird has been haunting me for literally years. Really? It comes out at about 3.30, between oh, 3.30 and 5.30 it, it, on ev- every day of the week. That's too early. It has disappeared though, so I didn't want to bring it up because now I've brought it up, it'll It'll come back. back. So you're getting new neighbours. What sort of neighbours do you know? No, I don't know. That's why I'm constantly looking out the window that we did, it's a a rental property, Mm -hmm. so you know, they tend to change every couple of years. Right. I'm on the top side, so I've got perfect viewing. (laughs) I've watched the, and we had a group of girls, it was like a sorority house, you know, but they were fantastic. Yep. Because if they had a party, it was finished by 11 o'clock and then they'd all go out. Yes, yes. And I'm judging them going, I hope she puts a cardigan on. Where's she going? <laughs> what a, so, you know, I'm the judgy old person. Yes. But it, it's if you're buying a house, this is one of your biggest investments. Mm. So you're spending a lot of money and you have no idea, or if you're renting and you're about to sign a lease, you have no idea who you're moving in next to, do you? No. Why isn't there some sort of... Like a LinkedIn for... For neighbours. For neighbours, so you can see who you're getting, or a Facebook. Like, someone needs to invent Housebook <laughs> or my previous neighbours owned a brewery and a pub. Mm. Like, does it get better than that? I don't think so. I think it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> so, if you're about to move into a rental around the Moona area, I'd just like you to... Take this, consider this as a warning. You could end up living next door to me. (laughs) Blood cancer is one of Australia's hidden cancer crises. There are 140 families facing blood cancer right now and it takes the lives of 16 Australians every day. The numbers are set to double by 2035 unless we do something about it. That's why there's been a couple of folks here locally who have signed up to the world's greatest shave and talking to us live on one triple three five three is one of the bearded bogans. Good morning to Sam Shivers. Morning, Tubes. How are we? <laughs> We're flying, Sammy. Now, Sam, we've been told about the bearded bogans uh, through a number of Facebook posts coming to the Triple M Hobart Facebook page. Tell us what's going on here. Uh, well, me and a mate of mine, Eddie Hellesy, uh, last Australia Day, uh, just made a bit of a dare, a bit of a thing to do. We decided to grow some mullets um, and shave it off for a bit of awareness, raise a bit of money for a good cause. Through the 12 months, we've been peer pressured into shaving our beards and our mullets um, and trying to reach a goal of about five grand. That's unbelievable, Sam. All to raise funds to help find a cure for leukaemia, which is a, a big issue here in Tasmania and Australia. Now, Sam, for those that don't know, people sort of think, oh, well, they're just shaving their mullets off and shaving their beards. How long, how long have you had your beard on for? Uh, I've had my beard for a bit over eight years now. Or around that. Last time I shaved was my wedding day. So my wife is super excited about Friday um, when we're doing the shave. She doesn't really like it. I love it. Um, and my mate Eddie is about the same. He has, He's had his for just as long. She's so been, very, been for a while. very patient with you for eight years then. Oh, not really patient. No, I, I cop a lot of stick from everyone about it. But 
I've grown to love it. <laughs> now, if people want to help r- raise funds, Sam, to help you get your beard off, where do they go? Uh, so you go to the Leukemia Foundation website, World's Greatest Shave. Um, search for the Bearded Bogans or search for Sam Chivers, my name, um, and it sh- you should be able to find it there. Are you a little nervous about taking the beard off? It's been eight years since you had a shave. Are you a little bit nervous about taking it off? Oh, massively. Uh, I actually don't really want to do it, but I've uh, committed to have a go at it. So um, I've gone too far and it's coming off. Now, where are, you, where are you doing the big shave, Sam? Uh, doing the big shave up at Windaston at a mate's property around a campfire and a couple of uh, quiet frothies with some family. Few lemonades. Love that, Sam. Yeah. So Bearded Bogans, just search for Bearded Bogans at the Leukemia Foundation dot org dot au or Sam Shivers S A M C H I V E R S Sam it's a big cause and you're doing the right thing well done thank you very much Jubes if you want to get involved leukemiafoundation dot org dot au just search for bearded bogan we had a great time at the Westaway Community Hall fundraiser to raise money for the Westaway Community Hall on the weekend. Took the kids up, picked some raspberries, went across, listened to some great music. And on the drive home, Aaron told me, my partner, said that there's this great brewery in New Norfolk. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Don't let's, have to tell me twice. No, well, let's let's do it. Let's go there and have a, have a beer on the way home. So we called into this place that was in, like, you know there's this weird spot in in New Norfolk where it's all just buildings that are sort of evacuated and it's like smashed windows, boarded up windows. It's on, as you drive in, it's on the, on the left-hand side as you come into New Norfolk. It's like this air. I don't even know what was there. So if someone can tell me what used to be there, it's like factory industrial sort of area. Okay, cool. It might've been, it might've been an old school or an old hospital. I'm not sure, but it's on the left-hand side as you drive into along the Lyle highway. So we drove in there and I'm looking around and going, this is like, this is weird. There can't be this, there can't be a brewery out here because all these boarded up windows. Are... Sure enough, we walk into this place called the Welcome Swallow. Ooh. And it was, it was amazing. It was, you walk in and there, it, the place was like a greenhouse. It was all indoor plants. How they're keeping them alive is beyond me. So we go in and we talk to the the lady behind the bar, and I said, oh, look, I'll just get one of those, and had a Pilsner, and Erin had the same thing. There's a table tennis table there. There's all sorts of stuff, and little section of play equipment for the kids. So Erin and I sit down in these lovely old couches. The, like, the ambience was amazing. The feng shui, as you would say, <laughs> <The feng shui. laughs> is was amazing, and these beautiful indoor plants, you know, like, what are they called? Monsterias and all different yes. varieties of different indoor plants. Amazingly well kept. The beers were good too. So we're sitting down and there were a lot of families there, very family friendly. And the kids were playing and Erin's just sort of sitting there with her eyes shut a little bit and we hear, Mum, Mum, <laughs> Mum, oh, Mum, Mum. And Erin just goes, Mate, just a second. I'm just having a drink. She turns around. It's not her kid. <laughs> Thanks to Kelly and Lewitta, Dex in Huonville, Sam, Josh's brother from Chigwell, Aaron in Gretna, <laughs> and all the people, Maddie in New Norfolk, who texted in and called in and said, Tubes, it's the Royal Derwent. Oh, come if on. You... I thought you were talking about somewhere else, no, Tubes. No, well, I couldn't think of Willow Court. Willow I knew Court. it wasn't Willow Court, but I'd forgotten about the Royal Derwent. So the old Royal Derwent site, the old hospital site at 
New Norfolk as you drive in on the left-hand side has this amazing brewery called The Welcome well- Swallow. Yeah. Beautiful. Having a look at the website looks like it's too cool for me. And to Josh's brother, Sam, who said, Tubes, you should have spent some time in there. Get stuff, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) It's Triple M Breakfast. The Western United A-League soccer team is coming back to Tasmania this weekend. They've played for years here, and we are talking to one of the great players from Western United, the midfielder, striker, soccer player extraordinaire. He does everything on a soccer field, apart from perhaps goalie. It's Lockie Wales. Good morning, Lockie. Good morning, guys. Um, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Let's just iron things out here, Lockie. You've, have you ever been the goalie? No, I've never been a goalie. Um, <laughs> I find that they're the, they're the weirdest characters. Um, they're actually crazy. <laughs> they're odd cats, aren't they? Now, Lockie, yeah. you're coming back to Tasmania, playing a game this weekend at North Hobart. Tell us about the connection that Western United has with Tasmania. Yeah, um, we've been coming down to Tasmania for four years now, and uh, it's been awesome. We we usually take you know two games or three games a season down there, so uh, just to spread A League and spread football in Australia is is, is massive for our club, and uh, we've had some really good results down there. And to see a lot of kids out there and um, to play in front of you know a different crowd is unreal for us boys. And it's such a short trip from Melbourne, so um, it's a massive advantage for us. Um, as I said, we we've won a lot of games down there in the last couple of seasons, so we're we're really looking forward to it. How do you find the community aspect of it, Lockie? You're embraced by Hobart? Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, I come from a small community myself in the Central Coast, you know, near Gosford, and I remember being a young kid and, you know, when, when soccer soccer teams or, or sporting teams come out to your area, it, it's a massive deal. And, um, you know, to meet the players and, and get a signature, and um, it means the world to you as a kid. So, to you know, last year went out to Hobart, had a great win, and, to see so many uh, young boys and girls on the fence there that day was unreal. And for us boys, to, you know, to spend half an hour after the game um, signing all their gear is, is, is a pleasure, to be honest. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And, and we hope that, you know, the community in uh, Hobart really turns out for us. Well, you're coming down this weekend, 5pm at North Hobart Oval against the Western Sydney Wanderers. They're sitting up on top of the table. How are you looking forward to this match? Yeah, it's massive for us. Um, you know, the Wanderers are flying at the moment and, and, you know, our results haven't quite been there, but we've been playing some really good football and, you know, we almost need just a little bit of luck for us to turn our season around and there's no better way to do that than beat them first place. And, you know, um, they've also got a couple of our old players and our old coach. So um, I think it'll be a pretty fiery and a, and a good game. So I think the fans will be in for a treat. Yeah, absolutely. Lockie Wales from Western United. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. And all the very best this weekend. The Western United team plays at North Hobart Oval this Saturday. I'll tell you what, we've talked about this pretty regularly, Kaz, but there is lots going on. Yes. I feel like everybody is trying to get themselves ready for back to school. Oh, don't say those words. They're striking fear into families. Are they? You don't... Oh, this is going to be like Christmas. Are you doing anything to contribute to the mental load and tasks of back to school in your house? Love and support, Kaz. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's all about. Love and support. I will be there when needed. Okay. Do you know Always. Do you know anything about the drink bottle, the lunchbox, the uniform, the school fees, the first day of I know School. where they go in the cupboard. 
you you have a first, first, first timer. We do. Are you a crier? Will you do the uh, the drop off and cry? I think I'll get emotional. I I I when I walked Molly to school on her first day, oh. we'd had COVID. Oh. We'd had COVID on Molly's first week, so she missed the first week. And I was she was already in her words excited and nervous. Oh. And Erin couldn't leave, but Molly and I got out of COVID jail for her second <laughs> week. And we gave mum and mummy and Ray Ray a cuddle and kiss on the on the front deck of our house as we walked out the front gate. And it was just when I was holding her hand walking to school for the first time for ever. For the first time, I started to think I started to get a little bit a little oh, bit emotional because yeah. oh. I, I just thought she's not a little little girl anymore. She's a big girl and she's oh. off to school and she's going to be independent. She's going to learn things like learning how to read, learning how to count and add up and structure sentences and all that sort of stuff. And I started to get really, uh, not sad, but happy that that was happening for her. Like it was a happy sort of emotional oh. time. So I think I'll do the same with, with the young fella when Ray goes off to his first day of kindy. Oh. It's very, very special. But yeah. uh, there's plenty going on. January Hobart happening at Princess Wharf number one, PW1, this weekend. And the organiser has graciously graced us with her presence. It's Nicole Fisher from January Hobart. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. It is so good to have you here. What what year are we up to? Lucky number seven. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Got my attention. Roll that- up, roll up. Lucky number seven. <laughs> Probably the most exciting yet, and I, I feel like I say that every year, but I'm just buzzing about this one. Tell us why. So many new releases and, like, exclusive only at January releases, and people have just gone a little bit bonkers with what they're doing. <laughs> so what is January all about for those that don't know? In its seventh year, what's happening? January is all about Tassie spirits. This year, certainly not just gin, but it's about coming along and getting to meet those distillers, seeing the amazing things that they're producing, trying new drinks, and just in, uh, learning about it and enjoying that, having a really good drink and a good time. Because you love your gin, <laughs> and this is an that. opportunity to go out and taste loads of different spirits around that are all made here in Tasmania. And from loads over a hundred, oh, easily I can taste over a hundred, <laughs> all included in your entry fee. Wow. All the tastings. It's like going to all of the distilleries and doing their cellar doors, but instead they're all under one roof. So it's required altogether. Less effort, yep. and I get to support Tasmanian businesses. Absolutely, and that's something that they definitely really need at the moment. I mean. That, that excise tax on alcohol is about to jump up. I mean, this may be a really good time to stock up your liquor cabinet too before that happens, just quietly. Uh, but supporting small business, they're all Tasmanian this year. Everyone is Tasmanian and they're all amazing. Now, do you, you have entertainment roaming around or is it just all about the gin? We've got to have some cool beats, but that's our backdrop. It is all about the gin. It's definitely about sitting down and having some – we've got a few food trucks and having a really good time with your friends, having a drink – it's like going out to a bar, but you also get to try a bunch of new drinks and, and, the, and talk the, and learn. The range is so vast too, Nicole. 
this year we're going to have obviously a lot of gin, uh, but we'll also have absinthe, limoncello, uh, s- some cocktails, some RTDs. Like if you like a drink, you're going to find something that you love at January. So where do people go to get tickets? Januaryhobart.com.au. Sessions are limited. We're on the Saturday and the Sunday. One of those sessions is already very full. So if this sounds like your thing, get onto it. Don't wait. Absolutely. Januaryhobart.com.au for tickets. Nicole Fisher, the organiser and extreme. (laughs) I I can't believe how much stuff you've got going on. And that comes from someone that does a lot of things. (laughs) You've got so much going on and you do a wonderful job with January. Wishing you all the very best. There's three (laughs) sessions available on this Saturday and Sunday at Princess Wharf number one. Januaryhobart.com.au for tickets. Nicole, always good to chat to you and all the best this weekend. It's me. Thanks so much. See you there. Yes, every single day we give away $100 cash here and we are playing Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia, good morning to Jody from Kingston. Good morning, how are you? Good, thanks, Jody. What's going on in your world today? Uh, not too much, actually. <laughs> not too much, that's, that's okay. How would 100 bucks change your life today? Uh, pretty good, actually. All right, well, we'll <laughs> hop into it. Can you test your buzzer, please? Jody. Jody working well. You are taking on Jeff from Sandford. Good morning, Jeff. Morning, Tubes. What's going on in your world today, Jeff? Oh, not much, mate. Just dropping the daughter off. And what's your daughter's name? Uh, her name's Olive. Hello to Olive. Uh, what are you doing for the rest of the day, Jeff? Uh, maybe a little bit of work, Tubes. I don't know. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Great stuff, Jeff. How would 100 bucks change your life today? Oh, a little bit. Get Great. food. Get some tucker, you beauty. Can you test your buzzer, please, Jeff? Jeff. Beautiful. Jody from Kingston taking on Jeff in Sanford. You know how it goes. All you've got to do is buzz in when you know the answer. They are all multiple choice. Question number one. If you get two right, you get 100 bucks thanks to Creative $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Question one. Where is the 2024 Ginnery Hobart, Hobart Festival being held? Is it A, PW1 or B, Cascade Brewery? Jody. Jody? B. Incorrect, Jody. Oh. <laughs> Jeff, would you like to have a guess? Yeah, I'm going to have to say A. <laughs> good, good on you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you're halfway to 100 bucks. Bad luck, Jody. Question number two. Which Tasmanian pie company is handing out $1,000 grants to community groups? Is it A, National Pies or Jeff. B? Jeff? A. Jeff, unbelievable. You've won yourself 100 bucks <laughs> just like that. Thank you. I think well done, Jeff. technically you probably should thank Jody. <laughs> thank you, Jody. <laughs> How good. Hey, Jody, have a great day, won't you? Yeah, I will. Thank you. Thanks so much to Jody from Kingston and our Jeff from Sanford. You've got opportunity here. You can take the 100 bucks cash and roll out of here, or you can come back tomorrow for 200 bucks. What are you going to do? Ooh. I'll come back tomorrow, kid. <gasps> oh, Ooh. yes. Love it, Jeff. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Carry over, champ, for Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Tazzy Trivia, thanks to Creative Homes. $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Jeff, we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you then. And yesterday, Kaz, we had the pleasure of being invited to the Story Bar at Macquarie Point, Mac 1. Beautiful bar. 
to talk all things pies. Pies. Because National Pies are setting a brand new initiative called the National Pies for Local Heroes Grants Program. It was launched yesterday and by the pie ambassador himself, Jack Rewalt. Everybody would know Jack Rewalt from his AFL career, over 300 games with the Richmond Tigers, three premierships, a couple of Coleman medals. <laughs> You name it, he's got it. He's a Tasmanian Hall of Famer. He will be an AFL Hall of Famer too. And he's a big unit. And we were so lucky to be down there with him to launch this initiative. I caught up with him and had a chat with him about what the National Pies for Local Heroes grant program looked like. Good to chat to you, Jack. Tell us why we're down here on Hobart's waterfront. Well, we're down here at the Story Bar at Mac Point for the National Pies for Local Heroes uh, campaign, which is community-based and getting some grants out to community organisations. Very exciting to be down here at such a beautiful spot. At the Story Bar as well, so we're starting a new story for, for National Pies and, yeah, looking forward to eating some pies and giving out some dosh. I know why you're looking at me when you say eating pies because I've been an, an extreme pie eater for a long, long time, Jack. But this is so important for the Tasmanian community. Obviously, Tasmanian bakeries, who are the parent company of National Pies, have been involved with community in so many aspects. But this is really special because it gives any community club an opportunity to come down and apply for a grant to do whatever they like with it. Yeah, exactly. In a time where, I mean, cost of living's at a really high point and, and cash injections into community organisations can be really hard to find and and to apply and receive a $1,000 grant with ultimately there being one $10,000 grant at the end is an amazing opportunity for, for anyone to come and apply. So I urge people to uh, jump on the website and, and make sure they do apply for a community grant, 1000 bucks. What do National Pies mean to you? You're a Tassie boy, very proud Tasmanian. I suppose it's probably, like a lot of us, it's that representation of the corner store and the amount of damage I've done at the corner store, especially <laughs> down in the Bell Reef Quay, eating pies or other sorts of confectionery that I would have um, saved up to buy there. But it, it, it's probably twofold as well with National Pies or the supplier of the pies for the Clarence Football Club. But Coke and Pie Nuts one of my favourite things to do. And I think about how we've just run our nine community engagement events for um, for the Tasmanian Football Club. That's based off Coke and Pie Night and what I had growing up that I thought that would be a great way to, to get out to community. And, and obviously National Pies has been a part of, of my journey growing up. Plenty of grants, plenty of money to go out to local community clubs. Jack, how does it feel to be the National Pie Ambassador? Well, I'm not hungry, that's one thing. <laughs> to be honest, since retiring, it's just been great to be involved in the Tasmanian community and you think of a, a great Tasmanian companies. I mean, to, to be baked here since 1942, National Pies right up the road here in, outside of the Hobart CBD, to know that they supplied all those local convenience stores, all those local milk bars for such a period of time, but then to see their evolution to grow and to the national stage there's a sense of pride that's attached to it and i suppose we've spoken at length tubes about we look at our sporting icons that go overseas or into the state and achieve it's it's not too dissimilar with the the businesses that are that are born and bred in their, on our shores thanks so much for your time jack appreciate it let's go have a pie <laughs> let's have a pie yeah. what a great idea i love being down there tubes it yeah. was amazing to hear from people speak that you know, have been involved with National Pies and Tasmanian Bakeries for a long time. We had the North Hobart Rotary. We did. We had the Colton River, Colton Park Surf Life Saving. Yes. Like so many community groups where don't take it for granted that they've got buckets full of money hiding. They need every little penny they can get. They certainly do. And if and this just 
so people are aware, this isn't just restricted to sporting clubs. We want to make that abundantly clear. This is for any community group that needs some financial assistance. A thousand bucks could be yours just by heading to tasmanianbakeries.com.au. It's triple M breakfast. It was a big show, wasn't it, It was a big show. How about Jack Rewalt and National Pies giving away $1,000 cash? There are going to be some very lucky community groups out there. What I love about it too, Kaz, is it's not just restricted to sport. It's everyone. If you've got a community group, club, whatever, that needs some financial assistance, tasmaniabakeries.com.au. I might start my own gin club <laughs> gin and club. apply for a grant. Well, you probably could. <laughs> I'm not sure they'd let you in, though, Kaz. Oh. Love hearing from you, though, Hobart. 0488881073 is the text line. We'll talk to you tomorrow from 6am. It's Free Plug Friday, Kaz. So what do people have to do? They have to free plug on a Thursday and pretend it's Friday. <laughs> give us a call, give us a text, 0488 or one triple three five three. We'll be back from 6am tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. Be kind. And treat yourself.